Good morning, everyone out there in radio land and podcast land. This is Gary Demas, president of Dave Fox Design Builder Modelers. Glad to have you on this episode of the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Jamie, you glad to be here on this episode? Always. Okay. Yes. Good morning. Good. So Jamie Brodslavsky, the marketing director at Dave Fox, is here, like always. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, today we have kind of an interesting topic. Um, it's a FAQ, right? Yeah. By all of our radio listeners. Yeah, well, so no, we actually went around. No, it's not by it's all. It's not far. quite. <laughs> no. I mean, they might be radio listeners as well, but we went around and talked with our design consultants, yeah. our, mm-hmm. who are our, um, who run our initial appointments yeah. out at a client's home, yeah. and these are kind of their their main questions that they get asked over and over again, yeah. and things that they're they kind of feel like are the biggest. Okay, so FAQs. it could be a radio listener. Very well, this, could be this a, radio a client listener. that it's a potential prospective client. Yes. And our design consultant goes out there and they start asking questions. That's right. So you're right. It could be a radio listener. Very much I so. I stand corrected. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, but these are just kind of some common questions um, that our design consultants get asked mm-hmm. um, on those initial appointments or even Melissa on the phone setting up the initial appointments. She'll get asked these also. Yeah. Um, and just kind of a good, good run through of what to expect. Yeah. Okay, so we get before we get started on that, I want everybody to know that you can find out a lot more information about our company on DaveFox.com, DaveFox.com, or DaveFoxRadio.com, where you can download a lot of our previously broadcasts, all of our previously broadcast radio shows. Yeah. A lot of different information, a lot of information there, um, different topics. Some shows have guests on that are very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard to be more interesting than the two of us, right? I mean, yeah, we just, you know, try and let our aura spread to other people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to look at it, Jamie. We have to be looking out for the other people. Right. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can't share it, it just for ourselves. Okay. No. All right. So. Well, let's get busy. All On right. to our list here. Yeah. Well, this first question is pretty broad. Um, which is just kind of what is our process, mm-hmm. you know, and that can kind of mean a lot of different things to people, but, um, you know, how do we do the job and, and how does this all work? You know, remodeling is, if you've never done it before, it can be very kind of daunting yeah. to think about and daunting to know what can change and what that means and things mm-hmm. like that and, and what that all will impact. Yeah. You know, as you say that, I think, about all of my years in this industry. And so my process when I first started out, okay, when I was working out of my house with one helper was a lot <laughs> different than the process of our company now. I'm sure. And so really, yeah, that, that is a great question because depending on what the company is, the scope of the project, uh, what, what all is invi- involved in it, you know, is there zoning, is there homeowners association what's the complexity of the project so you know you kind of scale the company that's going to work on the project based on the project size right so my process way back in my early days would have been pretty simple you know well because actually back then there weren't all the building codes and regulations that there are today so everything was simpler and kind of more by the seat of your pants yeah so my process was 
pretty much by the seat of my pants. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, like oh I just yeah, I need to do that. Order these materials and the guys, you know, me and my helper show up and we build it. And when we're done, we'll ask for final payment and we move to the next project. Yeah. Whole different scenario today though. I know. When company. I think too, it depends a lot on the individual, on kind of what, what aspect of the problem project gives them the most angst for some people it's like the design and the layout and they just can't wrap their head around their home being any different than it is now you know and and that kind of process of like or should we move this wall you know six inches this way some people are really hyper focused on kind of that design phase of the project Mm -hmm. and then other people are more concerned about the actual construction phase and living through the remodel and kind of what all that processes yeah. like and and even though they're two different things they're very they very much work in tandem yeah. so it's really kind of where is their anxiety at yeah you know and like you say maybe some people are very anxious over making a change because they can't visualize it yeah and they can't experience themselves in a new space and there's a fear there yeah where others have no fear of that but yeah it's like what well, how's that going to disrupt my lifestyle yeah Well, and you know, yeah. So, I mean, in general, our process is that we work on a retainer fee. So we come out to your home for an initial consultation. There's no charge for that initial consultation. Um, And then our clients do retain us at that point to develop a design and an estimate for their project. Mm -hmm. Um, We then bring them back into our showroom and we give them a presentation. And I'm simplifying our process here. There's often Mm -hmm. more steps than this, but... Um, bring them back in for that presentation, show them the design, typically with some a la carte options or different things that we've discussed, and and then some pricing to go along with that. Yeah. And then when you move forward with the project um, into construction, your retainer fee gets applied to the project. Mm-hmm. And so even just given kind of that really broad you know, 30 second capture of our process, so many questions pop up, right? Yeah. And there's so many questions kind of within that process um, of how we work and, and what all of that means. Yeah, well, honestly, our process is long and drawn out. 100%. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. just, that's just, uh, there's no bones about it. I mean, yes. there's just so many I's to dot and T's to cross. It just goes on and on. So, and it's critical that we get all those I's dot and T's crossed because yes. when we are in your house tearing it apart, you know, we have to be able to put it back together in a lot better shape than it was before. And you have to be happy with that process. Yeah. So it just takes time. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely different ways to remodel. And I would say our way of remodeling is definitely the more meticulous, the more custom, thorough and the more thorough. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very, you know, I don't know the word for it, but a, a very, very hyper-focused meticulous Mm -hmm. form of remodeling and that's not necessarily what everybody is looking for or wants um especially if you compare that to a do-it-yourselfer that's just kind of looking to paint their cabinets themselves and even paint their countertops i've seen people doing online um painting their backsplash tile like there's all these you know hacks right Mm -hmm. that you can do these are very different versions Mm -hmm. of remodeling and usually this client is a very different individual of what their expectation is um and and not to say one is right and one is wrong but it's just not um not for everybody Mm -hmm. and so in this process and with our remodeling and the level of remodeling that we do 
it is long and drawn out yeah. and there are a lot of steps and there's a lot of involvement between the client and our team. Yeah. And it really becomes a real, a team and everyone needs to be equally invested um, emotionally and everything into that to make yeah, it work. That's really true. I mean, we put a lot of time and effort into it and we really need and expect our clients to do the same because there's just so many things that we can't do without their input. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny too, cause we'll even hear, especially nowadays more than I feel like we used to with the Pinterest, Instagram, all that house of the world. A lot of people feel like they don't need an interior designer. I know exactly what I want. I don't need an interior mm -hmm. designer. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, do you know how to design cabinetry and, and measure it and make sure it all, you know, lines up mm -hmm. and, and place the order and place the order and, you know, and how much, um, extra to order for tile and things like that, how much waste. And so there's so much more to that than just the actual material selections that people don't realize when mm -hmm. they hear interior designer, if they think, oh, I know exactly what I want. There's so much more to it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think that is kind of coming around though now, because I think people are starting to put more value on professional design mm -hmm. you, and they, they're going to have great ideas and we need those and want to see what they've been looking at and stuff. But I think there's a growing appreciation for professional design and input from interior designers. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas. Really glad that you're listening in today to Jamie and I talk about uh, a lot of the frequently asked questions of our design consultants or think of them as our salespeople, right? That's right. Uh, so when they first go, go out to a home, actually, uh, Allie, your assistant, kind of polled our design consultants and asked them, what do you get asked a lot by prospective clients, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we talked about our process, of course, being one of those questions and it's typically answered on that initial phone call with Melissa. Um, and then as people have processed that process between that initial phone call and their appointment, they'll tend to ask more questions mm -hmm. and kind of more specific questions about that process. You mm -hmm. know, one question that comes up a lot is why does it take so long from, you know, this appointment to construction starting? Cause often that can be a pretty big chunk of time, Months. you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's really hard for people to wrap their mind around. Okay. I've said, I want to do this kitchen remodel. Why is it going to be five months before we start construction on this kitchen remodel? Mm -hmm. And then once you start kind of going through the steps of, okay, well, we need to, we need to get permits. Um, that process can be lengthy, especially depending on where you live um, and things like that. If there's, if you're doing something that would require a variance, that would add even more time. Um, you know, honing down that cabinet layout and getting cabinetry ordered and things like that. Fortunately, now the timelines on cabinetry orders have gotten back to a more uh, acceptable time mm -hmm. frame. Mm -hmm. But for a while there, they were very extended time yeah. frames. Yeah. Um, and appliances, you know, you, before we can do, even do a cabinet layout, you need to pick out your appliances. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that, um, that appliances actually come first. Yeah, we could do an initial layout, but yeah. you can't do the final details. The detail. Yeah, nothing can get specs. ordered. Yeah. Right. And so with that, those design meetings and everything that you'll need to do, it, it can, 
even just the selections process can take some time, mm -hmm. you know, of figuring out the exact cabinet you want. If you're doing something very custom, like let's say you have a custom color or stain or cabinet profile, you might want to see a sample door from mm -hmm. the manufacturer. So there's even a process involved in that of getting that manufacturer to produce the sample door with your color on it. So you mm -hmm. can see before you make this big, big purchase. Yeah. Um, and I even think that that level of custom is not something that people realize is involved in these types of projects sometimes. Yeah. So time, you know, you got to think about the time it takes to work through the design and planning for the final product. So if you're buying a watch, you know, you look over all the watches and you pick one and you buy it. Yeah. If you're designing a kitchen, <laughs> you are you are looking at a myriad of different things yes, and processes and uh, purchases that you'll mm -hmm. be making. And these are things you're going to be living with for 30 years. Right. So it's, it takes time. For sure. It takes time. Not only the selection process, but like I said, uh, simultaneously while our client is going through the selections phase, we are internally working on getting all those details buttoned up, getting permits submitted um, and things of that nature. And, you know, and then, of course, there's the waiting for the construction field to be ready. You mm -hmm. know, we want to make mm -hmm. sure that we are ready for your job to start, that we can move things accordingly. Um, another question that we get asked that kind of works into this is, do we use subcontractors? Mm -hmm. Um and it, it always kind of makes me chuckle a little because even on our survey at the end of a project, um, one of the questions we ask is how they felt about their subcontractors. And oftentimes people will write, I don't think I had any, mm. you know, or I didn't have any subcontractors or mm -hmm. things like that. And more than likely they did. Mm -hmm. They just didn't realize it because our subcontractors are, are really part of our Dave Fox family. Um, they're often wearing Dave Fox shirts. They're, you know, they've been with us for, I mean, gosh, a long time, a mm -hmm. lot of them. And they're very, they're vetted. They're very much part of our family, um, of, of our company. And so I think that you don't, you tend to not even notice that maybe someone mm -hmm. is a subcontractor. You know, if you think about why that question gets asked, <clears throat> it's because that's something that's one step out of our control. Uh -huh. So they develop a relationship with our people and trust them. Yeah. And they want to stop Keep there. It. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's as far as I want to go. <clears throat> but yeah, it, it does go beyond that. And really they have to trust us to, that we're choosing the right subs and, and all about the different people that are going to be part of their project are going to be successful. And yeah. even though sometimes things happen, you know, and, uh, anything can go wrong. But uh, by and large, yeah, our subs are, are vetted well and are, it's a kind of a seamless part of our process. Yeah. And I think, too, the, the things that we are subbing out are typically kind of more specialty items. You know, masonry or, or you know, stucco is a great example of something that we sub mm -hmm. out because it's more of a specialty kind of niche within, within the trades. Um, some other things that we might use subcontractors for would be framing. If we're framing a whole basement, yeah. 
getting sometimes a, yeah sometimes yep. getting a framing contractor in there they might be able to crank it out maybe faster or work into our schedule better or whatever the case is yeah electrical um, too yeah some, and uh, then electrical we as do well. have all of our own licensed plumbing departments yes. which is very nice yeah mm-hmm. for sure um but yeah so i think that and you know paint is another one that we do have in-house painters we also have mm-hmm. kind of our 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 family subcontractor um, that we do some painting with as well. And so, yeah, it just really depends on the project, depends on the sequence of things and how the cards play. Um, But your job will more than likely have a subcontractor. Yeah, you know, we do need some flexibility as a company because really our goal is to make sure that our client's job moves smoothly as quickly Mm -hmm. as possible. And there's so many different... uh, members involved in making that happen uh our own people our subcontractors our vendors that are supplying products so we have to have flexibility in keeping the things move because Mm -hmm. everything changes every day in production you know somebody's sick or another one job took longer than the sub thought it would take or I mean, we just have to have a little bit of flexibility there. Yeah. Well, then there's certain things that are a bit out of our hands of being a subcontractor, like installing countertops. That's a very kind of specialty item. And like Cambria, for example, you have to be a Cambria certified installer that has a specialty team that comes in to do that and things like that. So it all just depends. But to answer the question in a long way, yes, you Mm -hmm. will more than likely have a subcontractor on your job. Yep. Um, so some other questions that we get asked a lot are, you know, if people can use existing drawings, Mm -hmm. they might've already hired an architect, um, to do drawings on for their project and they want to use those. And uh, typically we say that's fine, but where there's still going to be following our process, there will still be a retainer fee and things like that to follow along our process. Um, because there is still work on our end that goes into those plans and mm-hmm. developing an estimate on them. Yeah, you know, that is that is really a great question because no matter who does the initial drawings and stuff, we are still going to redraw the yeah. project. We're yeah. going to go out and we're going to do a full measure mm-hmm. because you just can't trust anything. Yeah. Um, you know, if there's a measurement missed out in the field and then you start working off those drawings in your new design, that mistake gets transferred from one drawing to the next and we can't just can't take that uh chance yeah so we do have to uh i mean the basic design concept yes can we take that and use it absolutely but can we trust all those drawings and dimensions we will not trust that yeah i think another aspect too that a lot of people don't realize is oftentimes when you're hiring an architect to do a design you're hiring an architect to do a design they are not necessarily taking into account your budget. Um, so what they might have designed does not fit into your budget, and there might be some tweaks or changes that we can make to that design to mm-hmm. help it fit into your budget Sure. Uh, and things like that. That's a good point, Jamie, right here on the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, where today we are answering questions. But these are questions that are already predetermined, so... Right. Yes. They're on this list. They are. Now, if somebody wanted to email a question in, we can't answer it today, but we can answer it on the next radio show. Yes, absolutely. And they would email info at dayfox.com. We'd love to hear that question. Yeah. 
But today we just have to work off the list we have. And then, of course, if you have any questions about a specific project that you have in mind, you can call our offices and talk to Melissa. Mm -hmm. uh, she is our client concierge, and she will be able to kind of answer all of your specific questions that have to do with your project, your home, and things like that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we're kind of going through these questions here. Um, you know, we had talked about the existing drawings. Uh, another question kind of similar that we get asked a lot is if they could supply their own materials or do any um, of the work themselves mm -hmm. to try and help get the cost down. And these are always tricky. Yeah. Uh, for the most part with the providing your own materials, no. the answer is no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and Gary, why don't you explain why that is? Why is that such a no? Because we want to make money on all that material. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's what people think. But what's the real answer? Okay. The real answer is... Um, it's the control that we're giving up because putting a remodeling project together and having a successful conclusion means we have to be able to control everything that we can, the whole process. We have to make sure that products are ordered that we trust and that we've vetted. We know the product's gonna service the client well and last a long time without problems. We have to make sure all the details of that order uh, and you know, details are the devil's in the details, mm -hmm. believe me. In ordering even a toilet, I mean, is it a 10 inch, 12 inch, or 14 inch rough in? You know, is it a back flush or bottom flush? There's so many details on some of the things that you might think are just the simplest. So, in order, in our, we have our interior design department and our um, Jen Murphy, who the. She ordering. does our ordering, yeah. yeah. So we got a whole system in place to go through all those checks and, and um, verifications to make sure it's the right product, it's the right color, right size, the dimensions are correct, specs are correct, and then we know where to order it from, and then we know when it's coming, and we can get it on our warehouse. So there's just so many logistics involved in all these products that we just say no because it's what you learn from mistakes that you made yeah. in the past. And there's also the aspect of just the relationship we have with our vendors. Um, and you know, that Dave Fox name does, does have some weight to it with our vendors. Mm -hmm. You know, we're a big contractor in central Ohio where we have really great relationships with a lot of really great vendors. Um, and so we do try and stick to our vendors that we know that we have relationships with. So if something happens, if the truck gets in an accident on the way to our, you know, and we, we need this quicker. They know how to get it. You know, we just have to make one call to our, our friend, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's the vendor or the con, you know, whatever the case is. And we have ways, we have pull, they know who we are. We know who they are. Mm -hmm. There's a relationship there. Mm -hmm. Whereas if, <clears throat> you know, you're ordering something from, you know, and it's coming on a boat from China and the boat gets lost, and we don't know these people or how you ordered it, we, we have nothing. We have to start mm -hmm. back over. There's yeah. no there's no one to call. Um, so that's a bad scenario for the client and for us. Absolutely. Now we can't continue our work and their job yeah. is on the standstill. And that costs us a ton of money when yeah. that happens. So yeah. it's not just on the client, but it, for all parties involved, it just ends up being difficult. Mm -hmm. Now there are some circumstances where we've kind of made exceptions. Um, for things, I can think of a couple of things where we've had clients find a mantle, fireplace mantle at an antique 
Mm -hmm. uh, market, that type of thing. Or they want to incorporate some sort of antique piece or some kind of one off, one off kind of Mm -hmm. items or something, a specialty, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And those types of circumstances, you know, we talk to the client about warranty and not being able to warrant it. However, we will have them sign a waiver, basically taking all the responsibility for if something goes wrong. Yeah, and we do typically make sure that they have it in hand before construction starts, so it is ready when we need it. Yeah, um, and things like that. There are definitely valid cases where the client found some unique one-off thing. Yeah, they purchased it and they want to include it. Yeah, and then for as far as like installing your own material or doing any of the work along the way, that is also typically a no. Um, But we have had again instances that have come up where, you know, maybe they've. We used to have clients that did their own demo. I don't yeah. know if we still get that. Not that often. Yeah. But I mean, that's we can talk about that. Yeah, it, it can be a discussion. Demo is more than just um, you know swinging a sledgehammer in a space. I've yeah. learned if there if there's structural <laughs> issues, then no, no, yeah, you can't do that. But I mean, sometimes if someone wants to t- demo their kitchen and there's no structural changes, yeah, sure. Yeah, and so those are kind of some possibilities. We've also run into, or maybe their, you know, brother owns a flooring installation company, and they want to use their brother's flooring installation company. Again, that's an instance that we would need a waiver and have a conversation and make sure they can work within our schedule, mm-hmm. um, and and kind of do our due diligence there. So there are rules, and and more often than not, the answer is no. But there are exceptions mm-hmm. to the rules. Yeah, um, of course. And these are things we just learned over more than 40 years in the industry. Yeah, and it's really, it's for both our sakes. It's for the client's sake and our sake. Because the other thing, you know, you have your brother installing your floor and something goes wrong with the floor. You know, no one likes those kind of family problems. (laughs) (laughs) It's like talking about- Let's get right in the middle of that one. Yeah, no one one likes to get involved in those kind of family issues. Um, But yeah, so those are definitely kind of some questions that we get asked a lot up front. you know, another, this one's kind of an interesting question. If I do multiple projects at once, do I get a discount? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, in some aspect, it is less expensive to do multiple projects at once. Meaning if you did your kitchen and your bathroom and your basement over the course of five years, three completely separate projects, let's say, the total cost of them would end up being more than if you did them all three at one time. And a lot of that is because we can typically streamline things if we're doing them at once. You know, you're already going to have a dumpster there. You're already probably going to have a porter potty there. You're already going to have a lot of the kind of setup and initial things are going to be there for that Permits. one time. Permits, you're, mm-hmm. you know, one time, things like that. Now, granted, you'll need those things for a longer time to do this longer project. But there is some cost savings in that between having to bring a dumpster for three separate projects and get Mm -hmm. it away for three separate projects opposed to just leaving it there. Um, And then other things like if there's any, you know, if we're having the electrician out and they can do all three projects at once, that's going to be more cost effective than three separate times Mm -hmm. um, and things like that. And so it's just more cost effective than it is a discount. It's more incidental things that yeah. help a little bit. But it does it does help in the long run. That but. reminds me years ago, I was talking to a guy about building a pole barn. And uh, he was telling me about, a, he was telling this client, well, you know, it gets cheaper the bigger it gets. He said, oh, good. Keep going till it's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that won't happen. Okay. <laughs> no, no, that one doesn't happen. Um 
But yeah, so this, I'm just kind of going through our list of questions here, which we have a lot left. Um, but another another question that we get asked a lot is if we have to if they have to leave the home during the construction hmm. process, um, and that's a good question. It's a very project specific question, um, and a lot of it honestly depends on you as a person and if you can handle living through whatever type of project you're doing, yeah, um, and your home and and how accommodating it would be to you not using whatever portion of it. Mm-hmm. So. If you have a one bathroom home and you're doing a bathroom renovation, there's probably gonna be a period of time that you might not wanna be there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are refinishing your floors, your hardwood floors on the whole first floor, there's gonna be a period of time you don't wanna be there. Yeah. Um, just kind of certain things like that that come up. Uh, if you are doing an entire house renovation, you're probably not gonna wanna be there. Yeah, some people do live through it, yes, you know, they but do. they have to uh, have the grit and stamina to live through that because it is a lot. Yeah, You're absolutely. dealing with people and mess all the time. Yeah. Okay, this is fun talking about this stuff. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. We're, we, on, we are on segment four, Jamie. Yes. So we've been trying to get through this list of questions and we're not doing very good. Well, we're doing okay, you well, know. You just I'm, haven't been talking fast enough. I have never been told that before. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. Mm. Um, so where are we at now? All right. So we were just talking about if you had to leave the home or not during construction. And I think it mostly comes down to a personal choice other Mm -hmm. than some incremental projects, um, points of the project that you'll have to consider and what type of project you're doing. Um, and this is, you know, one thing we always suggest to clients and one thing to keep in mind when you're doing this and, and taking a look at your home, we always recommend having one space in the home that is off limits to mm-hmm. being phased by construction. A little private space, safety yes. space. Yes. Like mm-hmm. a little sacred space where that's not being used for storage. It's not being used for anything else other than living in. Yeah. Um, and it's important to keep one room unfazed by this project to escape from it because you're going to want that escape for your mental load yeah some of the projects we do are so invasive i mean we're in so many different rooms in the house and upstairs and downstairs and so those projects can be very painful to live through really i mean you're dealing with dust and dirt and people coming in and out yeah uh not nothing is where you expect it to be and you're trying to find something and you're tripping over stuff and yeah. That's why you it's need a safe space. Yes, you definitely you just need one space. And if your home doesn't isn't able to accommodate that, if your, you know, home is basically two rooms and you're taking up one of them, mm-hmm. you're kind of stuck. Yeah. Um, but so you just kind of have to do honestly what's best for you and sometimes that might be the cost of getting a storage unit and sometimes that might mean getting the cost of staying somewhere else for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it just is kind of, again, personal choice and also depends on the project and the home, but mm-hmm. for the most part, up to you. And then um, another question that we get asked often is if we've done this kind of project before, whatever it is that they're looking to do, have you ever done something like this? You know, And I would say with our 40 plus years of experience, more often than not, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have done an array, a very wide array of types of projects and run into a really wide range of issues and things and, and things you never expected or even knew mm-hmm. about, like mm-hmm. a witch's crook, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like one project we recently did, it was an addition and there was a big, what's it called? A cis- cistern? 
cistern. Oh, cistern yeah. underground. Underground mm-hmm. and things like that that we run into that are just kind of this oh boy yep. <laughs> kind of moment. And kind of sometimes make us pivot on the dime and, and whatnot. So for the most part, yes, we have done whatever it is you're thinking of doing before. Mm-hmm. But also people are really creative in what they're coming to us with and kind of what they're wanting to do and and the ideas that they have. And so we're also constantly being challenged, which I think is yeah. what all of us love about this industry is no two days are the same, no two projects are the same you know, bring it on mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. Cause we, we do enjoy and embrace the challenge of new and unique projects. And it is interesting too. Cause once we do one of a certain kind of project, it's like, it opens the floodgates, you know, things just come in groups that way. It's they really do. uncanny. It's- I know. I remember when we did, you know, one of our first true wine cellars mm-hmm. and gosh, since then we've done a bazillion of them. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's just it's just really interesting uh, to see. We're actually now in the the catalog, the sales catalog for the system that goes in the wine cellars. Mm-hmm. Our project pictures are in that catalog yeah. <laughs> yeah. of kind of like this is what it'll end up looking like because yeah. <laughs> uh, we do so many of them. So it just depends, but um, there's very it's very seldom that we have to say we can't do that. I can't think of many things that we can't do mm-hmm. um, unless it's you know. If we can't do it, it can't be done. There you go. Gary said it, not me. There we go. (laughs) Bold statement. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so if, um, and then sometimes if it is a really unique project, uh, like a wine cellar or a golf simulation room or anything like that, oftentimes those clients do ask to speak to other people or other clients um, that we've done those types of projects for just to see kind of what their experience was like. Mm -hmm. And we often have those names to provide and, yeah. and can communicate with our clients to make yeah. sure they're okay with it and things yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, another question we get asked a lot, um, is, you know, let's, everyone always has in their head, they need to get three estimates, right? Mm-hmm. I need to meet with three contractors. I need to get three quotes and things like that. And sometimes we are the highest. Sometimes we're in line with maybe one other contractor. And then another one that came out is half. And so when you get a quote from people for the same project and two of them are in line and one of them is maybe half the amount, everyone's going to really question that one that's half the amount. They're going to be tempted to choose it. Run from that one. (laughs) But you're going to be a little questionable about what it's not including. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times that's what it comes down to when you're kind of, when we come out for that initial consultation, we're able to give some ballpark ranges of where we think this project might end up. Um, and depending on the size of the project, that range can be p- pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's just a kitchen, let's say we're thinking, oh, you know, it's a pretty good sized kitchen. Maybe it'll be between 150 and 200 for what you're thinking. Okay, great. Um, you know, if it's a whole house project, I don't know, it could be between 350 and 500, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of a range. And we'll just kind of have to see how it prices out sort of thing. And so I think that the more honed in the project, the more kind of precise of a range we can give. And again, those are just kind of ranges. We're not, we're not basing those off of your specific home at this time. We're basing it off of, okay, given these last 20 kitchens we've done around this size, this is probably where it will be. Um, but then once you retain us and we do the full estimate, then it's really a number, it's an actual number, 
not a range anymore. That's yeah. on your project and your exact home. Yeah, and we don't mind people asking those questions because it's important. I mean, if, if you get into something that's unknown, you know, or a project you want to do and you don't know what the cost is, obviously you got to have some kind of yeah. an idea where that's going. Sure. And um, so it's it's completely practical practical to ask that. And we try our best, you know, to give a range yeah, so that the, the that client can decide whether they want to move forward and, and take the plunge and get into design work. Yeah. Because we certainly wouldn't want to design a $300,000 project when the client's thinking it's going to cost 100000 Right. That's a waste of time for, for everybody. everybody. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, with that being said, when you're you know, Dave Fox, right? A lot of people in Columbus know the name. I like to think everybody does because <laughs> that's my job. Um, well, but, if you're new, if you move here, then right. you have some excuse. You have a minute but to otherwise, figure out. Yeah. But nonetheless, we're known for being expensive, right? Mm-hmm. That's Everyone mm-hmm. thinks, oh, Dave Fox is very expensive. And yes, our prices are not typically going to be the lowest, but they're also going to be the most inclusive. We include everything on there that we could possibly include um and it's you know the quality that we're in our products and what we're providing is where a lot of that cost is coming from and if you're getting a quote that is less you need to expect less Mm -hmm. you know when it's just like anything else you buy and not to say that everything's that is expensive as the highest quality in the world and everything that's inexpensive is low quality Mm -hmm. but when it comes to remodeling a lot of it has to do with that and all the processes and procedures and things that we have in place to make sure your project goes seamlessly. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I remember a few years ago, uh, I was talking to a fella and about a room addition. And he was saying, well, I got such and such a price from somebody. And I said, well, do you think it's for the same thing? He said, well, no, you know. <laughs> It's like he knew yeah. it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And that's and the I, truth. Yeah. yeah. And for some people, that's a sacrifice they're willing to take. And for others, it's not a sacrifice that mm-hmm. they're willing to take. But, yeah. you know, you are buying an experience and a level of quality yeah. um, when you are buying Sure, house. you are when you're so. buying Dave Fox Remodeling. There and we really do care about our clients and yes. their project. And um, that's just really important to all of our team. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're a company that cares. Yeah. And, uh, that's the way it is. Yeah. If you want to reach us, you can email info at DaveFox.com. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments about our show or any other shows. Uh, you can visit our website. It's DaveFox.com. We'll see you next Sunday morning at 8.